Welcome back to Flagship Live. My name is Nidlan and today we're joined by Anuj and we're going to be talking about the M1 Max. Um, yeah, I know they were released some time ago, but we thought it'd be interesting to talk about it because Anuj has actually got an M1 Mac himself. So quite interesting to see the differences between the Intel chips, which MacBooks were using for some time now, and the M1 chip, which was released recently. So, um, we'll start off by talking about the different products which have the M1 chip. Um, so, yeah, Anuj. So we have the MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, and the Mac Mini right now, but I assume they're going to add it on to more devices, such as the iMac. Do you think the iPad Pro will get the M1 soon, or will they use the other chip? Um, I think for the iPad lines, they'll continue using the... Wait, are they the A chips? Uh, I think so. I think they'll continue to use the A line of chips as they have been for, I think it was the last 10 years now? Over 10 years. Because yeah, I think fair enough. the M1 is aimed more at laptop, desktop sort of experience. Yeah, fair enough. I think um, all, all of Apple's chips are designed specifically for the devices that they want um, them to be in. So... I don't think they will cross over as often. Um. We have seen a crossover in software where Apple have announced a feature where you can use iOS and iPadOS apps on the new M1 Max, which is really interesting because to be able to use those kind of apps which aren't optimized for Macs, they can't have the greatest experience. They're made for iPhones. Yeah, fair enough. So. Anyway, so now we'll be moving on to the M1 comparing to the Intel chips which have been used by Apple for some time now and I'd like to start off by saying that Apple's Intel, Apple's Intel devices weren't as good as they could have been. I mean, you look at the iPhone, you look at the iPad, um, you see amazing devices where the chips are so optimized to the experience that you're going to get with a specific device. And the MacBooks have always been sort of a bit lower down the pecking order in a way uh, because they have been with Intel all this time. And I think that Apple with the M1 chips and you know moving down into the M2 and gradually getting more of their optimized chips um, will be driving the MacBook even more than the iOS and iPad OS devices that we see today purely because they now have the power um, to make a better device because of this chip. As I said before, Anuj has a MacBook Pro with the M1 chip, so yeah, he's done lots of different tests just to see like the differences between the two and how much better the M1 is compared to the Intel chips. So the first test I did was video editing. I was exporting 50 minute long 1080p footage. Sorry, just quickly. Um, how, like, what did the 50 minute videos contain? Like, um... Uh, normal stock footage. I think it was just a skateboard and one of them was like a city, a city oh, drone, okay. like, uh, general stock footage and exporting that on the Intel Mac. This was an i7 processor. This took 22 minutes and the fans were on full power. It was it was incredibly hot and the fans were going at full speed. And wow. I yeah, it was really loud. 
and I tried it on the M1 Mac, and this took 4 minutes, and it was completely silent, and it gotten slightly warm. Wow, so like, I mean, 50 minute video is not like a small task to do for any device, for that matter, but the fact they can do it, like, at such low temperatures and without having to, um, switch on the fans at all, um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, uh, were there any other tests that you did? I did a really quick read and write speed test. It's not a massive improvement, it's, it's very marginal. Yeah, because I feel like some of the marginal errors are the ones that can compound over time and maybe uh, make a bigger difference in the end. So, I don't know, maybe another thought would be that if you had both Macs um, constantly carrying out heavy-duty tasks and then opening an app um, alongside those heavy-duty tasks, I think you might see a bigger difference, for example. The general feel of the Macs I don't how do you explain that but the the experience was quite nice you get that with any new mac but i mm. think this one has been a fair amount faster i'd say so yeah you used uh sorry you've used like the intel and the um m1 chip macs before so how does it compare um like with the experience and um how smooth it is and you know all the different stuff you can do now that um, was definitely a lot slower, or you just couldn't do it anyway. Yeah, so I mean, macOS Big Sur is available on the Intel Mac, but I feel like it's been mm. made almost spe almost specifically for the M1 Macs because mm. it's a lot more smoother. Like, for example, just your, your average opening Safari, doing your average web surfing, that experience just feels a whole lot smoother than usual. On the Intel Mac, sometimes it can get a bit choppy. Like, it's really fast for a laptop, but somehow they've managed to make the M1 Mac even faster. Yeah, so do, do you, like, see a noticeable difference, or um, is it just, like, something you occasionally pick up? Other than, like, the obvious video editing thing, most of them are quite subtle differences. You don't okay. usually notice it. I was going to ask you one more thing. Okay, so you've also used a window laptop, and um, yeah. so obviously, this don't take our word for it, because there are lots of different Windows laptops, but um, how did you feel the comparison, like how, how can you compare the M1 Mac with a Windows laptop, for example? Well, the Windows, I just want to note here, the Windows laptop I was using was like, I think it was a seven-year-old i3 processor, so it wasn't the fastest, so obviously, it's a massive difference, because when you're going from Windows to Mac OS, in the software itself, it's a massive change. But the hardware is, the hardware just, it's like the cherry on top of the cake. It just adds to the whole experience, I guess. It's, it's a huge jump. Yeah. And even, I did use, I think it was, I think it was an i7. Going from the i7 to the M1, that's still a, a really big change. Okay, so um, now, what do you, who do you think should use the M1 Max? Because they, they don't come cheap. This is Apple. Yeah, about, this so is. They really don't come cheap. <laughs> yeah. So, um, who do you think should use them? Well, obviously, right now we're we're on the M1. This is the first generation of Apple Silicon. And there are bound to be more, you know, like the M1X or the M2, etc. But I mm. think 
although this might be first generation, the sheer performance improvement, I think, if, you, if you're really hardcore, I think you should probably wait for the later processors when they make changes and rectify the mistakes they've made. But say you're like... That being in- said, sorry, just one second. Yeah, yeah. Um, they haven't really made many mistakes at all. Like, everything runs smoothly. Yeah, one issue I have come across, and many people mm. have, m- many other people have, is Rosetta 2. Oh, okay, yeah. So, if you didn't know, Rosetta 2 is an emulator. I'm not sure if Apple made it. Apps made for Intel Macs are coded differently to the way apps are meant to work on M1 Macs. M1 chips are made using ARM technology, and this codes in a different way to Intel processors. So that means any app that you have, uh, Spotify, Microsoft Word, they all have to be rewritten by developers in order to be used on the M1 chip. But obviously, to rewrite an entire app, that would take a lot of time. So Apple have created a temporary a temporary alternative called Rosetta 2. And this is an emulator that lets you use the version of the app made for Intel on the M1 chip. Now, I don't know the specifics of how this works. It's probably taken a lot of coding to be able to do that. But it emulates the Intel Mac version and uses it on the M1 chip. Although this may seem like a hitch or a downside, most people haven't really reported any, you know, performance issues with this. Some have, for example, Adobe apps like Premiere Pro, but for the most part, apps have worked perfectly fine on Rosetta 2. I think Spotify, they run on Rosetta 2 right now. I haven't had any problems with it, so it's not too much of a problem. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, th- I think that people who really need an Apple device, so a MacBook, um, should be going for the MacBook Pro with the M1 chip if they're doing really heavy duty tasks like video editing, um, audio, and like they make music, content creation, anything like that. I think that this is a good computer and it will last you longer because of its speed and how it's optimized for Apple um, specifically. Um, I think it will last you a long time. And I, th- I think it's a fairly good long-term investment. If you were to take a Windows laptop and you wanted to make it last as long as you could, you could probably make it last a good six, seven years. Hmm, yeah. Possibly. Um, but most Mac owners that I've seen, they can... Man- if, you, if you manage it properly, you know, you don't install any malware or viruses that wear it down. You could probably make it last a good 8 to 10 years, I'd say. Exactly, yeah. Even with the Intel processors, you could last, you, you could like make your MacBook, iMac, anything really, um, yeah. last for about 10 years. And you see that with like iPhones as well. Um, you can get iPhones which last longer. Obviously, they, they, last longer th- they last longer than Androids because of the optimized software. So, yeah, you should be able to keep this for a very long time and um the thing is though they are very expensive obviously it's apple but um because of these new m1 chips they're even more expensive and although the macbook air was very very good uh, with the intel version because of its uh 
because it was a cheap alternative to the MacBook Pro, but they are expensive as I said before and you probably only really want them if you're going to use it for all the hardcore tasks. Or um, if you're not going to and you're just interested in buying one, then the Mac Mini is a good option. Or you can wait for a few years down the line until they release, you know, new MacBooks, um, a new chip potentially, the M1X or the M2, and you could buy the M1 then, which will the M1 Max then, which would probably be a lot cheaper than they are currently. So I think there are a few options, but if you do um, st a lot of stuff with videos, if you do lots of stuff with audio, like, um, I don't know, music making, all of that stuff, I think that this could be a very, very, very good option for you. And I think Apple have done a really un-Apple-like thing with the Mac Mini. Before uh, the Intel Mac Minis, they used to cost around, I think it was 900, 1,000 pounds. But now, they've managed to bring the Mac Mini down to £700. And yeah. that that competes with a Windows laptop, definitely. Exactly. The thing that baffles me is that the fact is that um, Apple's phones, they're more expensive than their Mac Mini. <laughs> Which is certainly slightly strange. But yeah, very questionable. Um, but anyway, um, I think it is a very good option. And the Mac Mini last time, it was a good computer. It was it was all right, but people said that it wasn't the best it could be. The Mac Mini now with the M1 chip, I think, is great. Um, like as you said, it's seven hundred pounds, which um, is a lot cheaper than lots of Apple products. And I think you know what? I think that the um, Apple Watch will get to seven hundred pounds pretty soon. Oh, it already like, has. Has it actually? Yeah, you can make it £700 if you want to. You've got, um, it, like, it's the same price as potentially an Apple Watch. So I think that if you're going for a, a good computer and you obviously have a monitor, you have a keyboard, you have a mouse, yeah. um, then the Mac Mini is a very good option. Waiting for a few years is a good, uh, is a good option. But just to conclude, I think that all the different devices with the M1 chip are great. The M1 chip is amazing. It's a huge upgrade from the Intel version. And I think that Apple have really hit the gold mine here. You know, they've got a processor that works seamlessly and they can start integrating more of their apps from like other operating systems like with iOS, with iPadOS, and you know, do their Apple stuff full of inter seamless integration. So yeah, I think it's amazing. Uh, what do you think? You know, I think the performance is incredible. And I think as well as increasing the performance, they've managed to increase battery life. Um, you see, yeah, as I said before, you see with the iPhones, battery life is completely optimized, even though they have very small batteries. It's completely optimized, good battery life, great performance, you know. With the MacBooks especially, like, one of the main complaints was, one, the design of it, they're, they're not updated very regularly. And two, the processors. Um, they fixed the processing section. The performance is amazing. So once they fix the design, I think the MacBook is, well, the MacBook could be the best like computer we've had in a very long time. They haven't been updating their devices purely because of Intel. Intel releases their chips uh, very sporadically. So Apple couldn't like change a few stuff and then not change the processor at all 
like they, they they can't do that people will call it a scam and uh, no one will buy it so they've had to release their products sporadically but with the m1 chip and the chips coming forward we could see regular updates to the device and i think that will please a lot of apple users anything else uh no not really like you know apple are improving yeah <laughs> as they always big, are big things to come yeah yeah Anyway, with that being said, um, this is Flagship Light, and stay tuned for the next episode, which should be coming quite soon. Also, let us know what you think about our shorts. Um, they have been gaining quite a lot of traction. Um, our last three have all got over 350 views, um, and two of them have got almost 600, I think. So let us know what you think about them. Hopefully you enjoy them. Um, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode.